0: Hello, everybody. It's good to be with you. So, you know, I meet all the time with people who have had glimpses, and these things are very common. And if you've been following non-duality for any period of time, it's likely that you've had one too, whether you recognize it or not. And actually, people outside of non-duality, outside of spirituality, religion, altogether, still uh, have these glimpses, but they don't realize what they are. They overcome them. They uh, and uh, they end up back, right back where they were, because they'll they'll have a glimpse. They have no idea what it is, and it's just like, oh, be, oh well, that's just kind of that can't be right, <laughs> and going about their day. And <clears throat> and seekers can do the exact same thing. It can be like, oh, I see. Oh, that's just it can't be that simple. It's just ridiculous. So. <clears throat> Um, we overcome these things all the time. And I speak from experience because I overcame a ton of them. I really did. Um, you know, I, as I've reported, I woke up first time in 1992. And, um, and, and then after, and that was really a long glimpse. And I say long, I don't know how long it lasted. I just know that, that, that a whole lot of information, if you will, but it wasn't didn't come in the way of information. It came in the way of experience. But nonetheless, there was a uh, there was a certain there was a message that was put through now, and that lasted for I don't know because these things have to happen outside of time, so I don't know how long it lasted. But it didn't feel like it lasted very long to me. But it could have been ten hours. I don't know. If I had to guess, I would guess five minutes less, something like that. It was what we call a glimpse, but at the time, I didn't know anything about glimpses, and I really didn't know anything about awakening either. Although I had been studying um, Buddhism and Zen for ten years at that point, <clears throat> still you can't really have an you can't really understand or really have a good idea about awakening until you have one. And I call it awakening. I should be really talking about what I call it more often now, which is realization. And I like to call it realization because awakening makes it sound like somebody was in some situation and then something happened or they did something and then they woke up and uh, and and that the somehow what does that mean? We don't even know, but that's the but that's what that indicates. And it's like I'm awake, you're awake, they're awake, whatever. It's always coming back to references to the unit, isn't it? And what I wanna tell you is that a glimpse is not about the unit. And it's not a a unit experience actually.
1: It happens
0: sort of through the unit and since that the unit is sort of a pipeline Um, and usually these pipelines are pretty well clogged. But you know, uh, something can happen and Um, something falls out of the pipeline, and suddenly there's enough space, you know, for, for the truth to get through, at least in a little stream, and we have what's called then a glimpse, and what is a glimpse, really, it's a glimpse of the truth, it could also be called an awakening, it could also be called realization, but we don't recognize it as realization, we recognize it as just another idea that we had and who are we to be going having ideas like that, right? Um, because I, you know, I don't know about you, you, but my ego bounced in between arrogance and impotence. It never knew anything about the middle. It never knew anything about being just one of or being ordinary or anything like that. It was either the, the, you know, the worst thing on the planet or the best. The, and um, it just depended on the day. And um, you can see what a precarious way that is to live. Because with that, um, you're, you're living on any stranger's opinion of you, which is, you know, because you can be feeling, man, I'm really clear. I'm really clear somebody comes along and says, man, you know, I, I've, been li- I've been listening to what you've been talking about. It's just really garbage. <laughs> <We're> just <clears throat> pardon my cough. The, uh, and we just... We can't stand it, right? It's um, when we're living by anything other than the truth, our perch is always precarious. When we are living in the truth, the perch is like on the it's on the the razor's edge, as it's been described, and it is. And I remember when I was like felt like that there was something here that was on the razor's edge. That was was the feeling. That was what it felt like. And um, now I've come to see after 15 years of conscious awakeness bumping through the body, uh, so to speak, I have uh, come to recognize that, yes, I am on the razor's edge. But the razor's edge now, the difference between now and 15 years ago is that the razor's edge is about a block wide now. <laughs> so I can't hardly fall off of it, right? I've got almost got to try to fall off. Of it. And, and, and I, I can't imagine ever wanting to do that. So, and what we, what we talk about, and I did the same thing. Oh
1: God,
0: I saw the truth. I had it. Oh, it was marvelous. God, it was wonderful. <sighs> and then I did something stupid, I guess. I don't know what I did, but I dropped it, it. It went away. It went away. I lost it. I lost it. I had this very special thing. And then I lost it. That'll be the way that we talk to ourselves, right? But is that true? Because i I, I I spend a lot of time waking people up. If you haven't watched any of my latest videos, you must because you will see people waking up all along the way. And at the um, sometime after this video is published, I'm going to publish another one, and it's going to be just—it's going to be 47 minutes long, and it's going to be just of one or 45 minutes long. It's going to be just of one woman's awakening live before your eyes. So it's the most beautiful awakening, I think, that I have ever witnessed. And I would uh, strongly recommend that you view that. I had a guy that I've been working with, quick story, I had a guy tell me today, he lives in Los Angeles, and he's been working with me for years. And he, he's woken up two or three times, and he's always gone right back to sleep. This time, he talked started our, our conversation off by saying, you know, I had an aha moment the other day. And I said, oh, you did? And I said, yeah. And I said, well, tell me about that. And, um, well, what happened was he did have an aha moment. It was a big aha moment. He had an awakening again, and um, so to speak. And, uh, and And this time there was duration because he could tell me. He knew. I mean, he could see what he was seeing, what he had seen. He knew what he had seen, and he was telling me that. And just so you know, the mind cannot hold awakeness. It can't. It cannot hold an awakening because you got three pounds of finity trying to hold infinity, and I'm sorry, but that math just doesn't work. So you can use Mm -hmm. this three pounds to behold the truth. That you can do but you can't use it to hold the truth. Truth can't be held. It's, there's nothing other than the truth to hold it. Ooh, what does that mean? Just think about it. The truth cannot be held because there's nothing other than the truth to hold it. Yeah, we, you cannot see the truth from afar because when, there's, when the truth is known, there's no such thing as a far. There's only here. There's only now. You've heard that before. You've heard it till it makes you sick. It. But it's nonetheless true. And if you will just wake up, you'll see the truth of it. Now, I'm going to offer you the, the opportunity for those of you who have glimpsed at least. It, won't, it really will not be very effective for those who have not had a glimpse. But if you have had a glimpse... You want to stay tuned here very closely because I'm going to give you people the opportunity to wake up freshly right now while I'm doing this video. And uh, I know that this works because I have woken up tons of people with it. Tons of people who've had glimpses, tons, tons of people who've had awakenings. Now, forget whether it was a glimpse or not. People who have had a, a full awakening and, you know, or they believe that. They report that, I, well, I had a big awakening and it lasted for, sometimes it'll be, you know, it lasted for five months or six months or something. And then it went away. Oh, my God. You know, everything was great. I could see this, that, and the other. I could... And I knew the truth and all this, and then it just passed. It went away. I don't know what happened. I had it and I lost it. So people who report this kind of awakening or people who report this kind of a glimpse, I have a question for you. This may be the sharpest question you ever hear if you're in that position. Go back. And remember right now, remember to the best of your ability that awakening or at the very least, the circumstances surrounding it. In other words, I can tell you that when I woke up the first time, I was in my living room, and, and it, it, it seems like I was in a chair near. Uh, a big table. I can't remember. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I really, I can't remember it because I can't call it up. I don't even know if there was a big table there. But at any rate, I was in the living room of a little house in Portland, Oregon. And I'm just going to guess that it was cloudy. I'm sure I'm right. And that it was probably a uh, 40, 50 degree day, you know, probably 50, 50, 55 degree day, whatever. It just gets cold at night. Here it's like that during the day, but it doesn't get cold at night. But it doesn't rain here all the time here, like it did there. I
1: can I can remember,
0: you know what? That's a false memory. That's a completely false memory. A false memory is trying to work itself in because I now can remember exactly what it was. And it wasn't like I was going to just get ready to tell you. Notice how the mind brings up truths. It brings up falsehoods and presents them as truths. I was just going to go into this story about, but that's not what happened at all. What happened was that I was sitting in my bed. I mean, I'm not by a table, but I was sitting in my bed. I was sitting up in my bed. Um, or I was actually lying down in my bed. And um, my ex-wife came into the room, and I then sat up in the bed, and she said, "Uh, I'm looking for the incense. And I didn't respond. And she said, oh, I see. You are the incense. And when she said that, (sighs) the head blew open is what it felt like. That was, that was the report for years and years. Oh, my head just exploded. I don't have a head, so that didn't happen. But that's the t- story that Chuck told. What I didn't recognize was what I'm going to ask you, was when you had that moment, that ah, oh, the aha moment, the big aha moment, or maybe it wasn't a big aha, maybe it was a little aha, or maybe it was really explosive, whatever the hell, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it was, what you saw, what it felt like. It doesn't matter um, whether you got you know rainbows and trumpets and angels and all that stuff, or you just got huh you know wow, they, or, or you're kidding, something like that. It doesn't have to be dramatic. Can be, but doesn't have to be. Most of the time, it's not. But none of that really matters. The only thing that matters is who did it happen to? Whose awakening was it? Whose awakening was it? Go back to that moment. I sit up in that bed and there's and, and suddenly there's there is feels like I have to report the old foggy stuff. I mean, it just feels feels like crap, but I don't think my memory is tricking me on this one. And there was an experience of the tunnel and the white light and all that. Everything I've been prepared to see. <laughs> that unit was conditioned for that kind of awakening. And that's the kind of awakening that happened. I can't tell you that's why, but I can't tell you that it's not. And I don't, uh, and, I, and I, I believe that that's why, because the conditioning was at work. When you go back and look at your awakening, let me ask you again. When you go back and you look at that glimpse, the one you thought wasn't so important, but it nonetheless stands out in your mind. Yeah, I remember I was up at the lake. And there was some kind of sea and I can't remember what it was. But it felt like everything, just a moment there, it was just like everything was okay. I could see that everything was fine. That really I could I could actually see that everything was I could just say perfect and then it went back to him to be in this slovenly mess <laughs> God almighty the mind and what it does for us uh, the gift is, is the, 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 the the blessing is the curse isn't it and the curse is the blessing. whose awakening was it what I can get almost everybody to tell me. I can, I can see them snap right there or I can have them watch it slowly dawning on them and have them say this. Well, it wasn't Fred.
1: It wasn't Bill. It wasn't Alice. Damn okay, if there wasn't a Bill that woke up, if it wasn't Bill's awakening, then
0: is there something here right now that can feel the resonance of that awakening? Yes. And whatever it is that's here with me right now, that's feeling the resonance of that awakening or that realization. Can't be a Fred because what was your real take-home seeing? Many times people will tell me, well, there is no Fred. Now that can be told from the bubble of self-reflection, or it can be told as an awakened being, and they mean completely different things. And you can't know when you say it which it is, unless you're, you know, you have some experience with awakening or you know, living as awakeness would be a better way to put it. You who have glimpsed, here's a freaky thing for you. You've had your awakening. (laughs) You've had your realization. Get over trying to bring that experience back for the ego because what you've just noticed for yourself, when I asked that question, many of you, some of you won't, but many of you will have noticed well, it wasn't Bob. It wasn't me. It wasn't me that had that. It wasn't Bob. And, uh, and, and so what was it? What was it? Because for many people, their experience will see, oh, there is no Bob. Right? We'll see there is no Bob. And I'm, let me ask you this. If in this moment you were to pretend, what if you were just to pretend with me that whatever that body is, that body is not you? I mean, you've been told that for years as you studied non-duality, but we just kind of dismiss it. We shut it off into a corner. We just leave it over there. We don't want to touch that because it just sounds like so much crap. But the, but, but, but the crap that it's sounding like is you are not the body. And that's actually not a skillful way to do this, say this. A skillful way to say this is that the body is not you. So it wasn't the body that woke up. It wasn't, it wasn't <clears throat> the unit that woke up. The brain didn't wake up. The mind didn't wake up. The body didn't wake up. But that's okay because you're not the brain and you're not, the brain is not you and the body is not you. So what's that leave?
1: What does that leave? Let me see. The body is not me.
0: Hmm. So I'm not, whatever it is that I am, I'm not, this this is the body this is not me the body is not me but these thoughts i just keep being reeled back in who is it that's being reeled back in is the one that's being reeled back in is that the one who had the awakening no that's the make-believe character that you've been building. Lo, these many years, since your parents first sold you, the. in my case, my parents sold me the Fred story. And I was just a baby, right? And I was scared of everything. I mean, actually, I wasn't too scared until there became a creeping sense of individual of localized attention. And what was happening was there was the beginning, there was the, the, the beginning movement of a formation of a me. And when they came, my parents came along, they said, well, you're, a, you're Fred. They did it by comparison. Now there's no comparison to you, but they did this by comparison. Fred, mommy, Fred, daddy, Fred, room, Fred's room. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> See? But what if that wasn't true? Because they're telling you that this body is a Fred. We've just noticed that we've been told, till I mean, from different teachers throughout millennia, that the body is not you. So what if we were to pretend to believe that? You don't even really have to take it our home. Just pretend to believe it. So I'm gonna pretend to believe that this body is not me. The thoughts, are these thoughts really mine? Do I control these thoughts? Let's check. So these thoughts, um, ask yourself this question. Do I really control my thoughts? And the reason I ask you to check with that is that's going to feel like you do. But then let me ask you do you always like feel, do you always think happy thoughts? You always think happy, positive, wonderful thoughts. What a great thing everything is, but whatever. Never glum, never disappointed, never upset. Do you think happy thoughts all the time or not? And the answer is not. Of course you don't. So that leads to another question. I've just got lots of questions. I don't have an answer for (laughs) anywhere to be found or seen. But i got questions, and I've got a very high-quality grade of questions. So...
1: What is it that woke up? The
0: body is not me. So let's assume it's not the body. I know that I can't control the thoughts. So these thoughts that are running through my head, they're not my thoughts. And I can't control what's not my thoughts. I was at the doctor's yesterday, Betsy and I went, and one of the things that he did was, he, honest to God, is that he checked my reflexes. He was very disappointed in what he found. <laughs> I have neuropathy, and it was just found that I'm just, he couldn't get responses out of me for nothing. But he could feel them with his hand. It just, the leg wouldn't jump, but he could feel a little muscle moving in there. So he said, oh yeah, there's reflex there, he Just, but it's not much. <laughs> I didn't get... <clears throat> And you know and I don't I don't reflect for the world the same way I used to bother. It just doesn't bother me like it used to so wasn't the
1: body it was the mind, but it feels like it was me
0: What in the hell am I? I'm not the body, I'm not the mind. Can I find anything here? other than the body and the mind. Am I this stuff? Eh, This stuff might be me, but I don't think I'm this stuff. I think I'm, you know, like what I can find really, is it just an aliveness here, right? It just seems to be sort of an aliveness here. Don't you find that? And it's not really contingent upon um, certain thoughts or certain bodily positions or anything like that. I just noticed that that there's, I just noticed there's an aliveness here. And now that I'm noticing this aliveness, the next thing I notice is that I have not noticed this aliveness for the bulk of my life. Matter of fact, I don't think I've ever noticed this present sense of presence. Ever.
1: I've never had my attention on it. Now, what is it that I've not ever had my attention on? Attention.
0: Attention pays attention to everything else, doesn't it? But it doesn't pay attention to itself.
1: Who had the awakening? Nobody.
0: No, anybody had the awakening because you, you, there's no point in an awakening. Hell, you're not asleep. There's this aliveness; it's noticed or unnoticed. I'm searching for oneness. What are you doing it with this aliveness, this attention, which is an aliveness, isn't it? I'm searching for. I'm searching for awareness. I'm searching for oneness. Really. So, are you the one thing outside of oneness that's searching for oneness? That makes
1: sense. I don't think so.
0: What am I? The first time I ever asked that question, I got it right because the answer that came back to me was, "I don't know." Isn't that something like what you came back with? And if you were like me. The first thing you believed was, that ain't the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, and I'm supposed to. I'm just sure that I am. How do you know that? How do you know that? Well, I just made it up, and i decided to believe it. Doesn't matter if I suffer or not. I'm still going to believe it. We believe stuff that isn't true, and then we suffer from it, and then we come to spirituality to try to overcome that suffering. That's right down the Fred's Four Ignoble Truths Trail. Ego wants you to have a rerun of the awakening, but what you have to understand is that ego wasn't there for the first one. Ego wants a repeat performance of something it wasn't pre- that it wasn't present for the first time
1: It's not ego that wakes up It's you
0: Only you're not who you've been thinking you are You've been th- thinking that you are this body Don't lie to me I know <laughs> And I've been thinking, you know, that these thoughts are mine. Even though I can't identify what mine means. This aliveness, it certainly feels to me like it is. But I have to tell you, I don't have the slightest idea what it is. Because aliveness is just a code word to kind of try to get some point. But I certainly can't describe what it is what it is, I can't describe. I'm so lost, I don't even know what can't describe what I can't describe. That's the level of ignorance that I'm at. And most people, when they come to me, they're very smart. They're big brains, just like this one's got a big brain. You got a big brain, I know. If you're watching this this far into this video, you got a big brain too. God forbid because that big brain is going to take a simple answer and
1: turn it into a thesis.
0: Who woke up? What woke up? Whose experience was it? It feels like an experience. I'm not going to say it was, but it feels like an experience that someone truly had, it's not. (laughs) No one ever had that experience, including you, especially you. I love being able to come here and talk to you like this. I wish I could do it more often, I stayed very busy. You know, I'm, I'm working on the website and doing these videos. I'm talking to clients and, uh, you know, I'm running the business end of things. Well, where, what little bit Betsy doesn't run on the business end of things. So I don't get to spend enough time with you here. It's what, the way it feels. But I notice I spend exactly the right amount of time with you. But it doesn't feel like that. It feels like I don't get to spend enough time here doing this. And this is the only job that's worth my doing. But I have to have a lot of support, background support in order for, in order for that to happen. I've got a tech. Betsy's got a uh, virtual assistant. we got other people, clients that help us and do things. And you're helping us right now by watching this. You can help us more by looking over, down to your lower right and click that subscribe button down there. And then you'll see a little bell and click on the bell, and then you will get every video. And then click, look down, and you can see where you can like or put a thumbs down on this thing. Put a thumbs up. That'll that'll raise our distribution with with YouTube. It, it, It counts, doesn't matter, but it does count. You can't dismiss relativity. Like, so you can, but you do so at
1: your own peril. Relativity is a hoot. Maya is not our enemy, I tell you that.
0: With full confidence. I love you and I love spending time with you. Thanks so much for being with me today. See you
1: later. Bye-bye.